You often hear the statement, we are creatures of habit. Well, Adrian and I have been going to the same holiday venue every year for the last 30 years. I wonder how many of you are the same as that. I eat curry several times a week, almost without fail. It is a habit that is locked in. I'm telling you, that one is not going to change. I also love having my desserts most nights, or probably every night if I'm honest. And uh, hey, just got to have that little bit of ice cream. Well, maybe just not a little bit, but quite a bit of ice cream to go with it. Creatures of habit. So because God's made us creatures of habit, it must be a good thing. It must be a good thing that we are people of habit. And so this message I want to share with you today is a little bit different from what I would often share. But I believe the Holy Spirit wants me to share with you this message that I believe can really help change your life and move you into a better future. The key thought here is that if you add small rich habits, you're going to see massive results. Small rich habits, exponential results. They say if you take an aeroplane and you just change the, the direction or by just a few degrees, you shift the route by a few degrees, then by the end of that, as you over the period of time that their plane's in the air, it's going to end up hundreds of miles away from the original destination actually at a different airport. So that small, slight change at the beginning seems insignificant. But over a period of time, the change is quite massive. And friends, what I'm trying to say to you today is that's the same with small habits, rich habits. At the beginning, it doesn't seem like it's going to make a bit of difference. But over time, the change and transformation will be amazing. So I'm going to give you five statements to write down today. You know, taking notes is a great habit. If you don't have that habit, why don't you start today? One, it's going to help you to focus and to concentrate. It'll also help you to recall what's been shared and also hopefully make you a doer of God's word. So life-changing messages because... No, let me just change that a little bit there. This is a life-changing message because habits really do determine your future. Okay, here's statement number one. Write it down if you can. Adding a small good habit makes a huge difference. Small changes, incredible results. Now we're going to explore this and you're going to just see how true it is what we're sharing with you today. You know, behind most blessings, behind most breakthroughs are processes that needed to be done. Like you see someone win a tennis championship, maybe like Wimbledon. Hey, we see that moment of success. And we think, wow, fantastic. What we don't see is the years of practice, training, gym, failures, injuries, all the rest of it. Behind most successes, behind most suddenlies, if you like, there's a lot of process that has been done. And this is true in all of life. You know, if you want to do good at school and pass exams, then uh, it requires good habits. If you want a good marriage, a strong marriage, it's going to take good habits of investing in that marriage. If you want to get fit, well, come on. You can't just pray, God, make me fit. I remember a guy praying, looking in the mirror all the time, saying, God, give me big biceps, give me big biceps. Five years later, he still had no big biceps. Why? Because he needed to get to the gym. He needed some process. He needed to do something for that to happen. People want a strong faith in God. Hey, that's not going to fall out of the sky either. You've got to put some habits in 
place. Just pause for a moment and grab that. Okay. Um, if you want to have a strong faith. Yep. A strong man. Yep. Okay. And if you want to have a strong faith, it's not going to fall out of the sky. There's some processes that need to be done. In fact, as I've thought about this message, I've come to see that Christianity and having a good, strong faith is actually all about putting habits into place. Habits like daily prayer, reading your Bible, serving God, obeying Him, forgiving people. These are all habits that are very Bible-based and really position you for a better future. Here's a few scriptural ones. Luke 6 verse 38. Given it will be given to you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. So the regular giving is a great habit and it results in God pouring into your life. Here's another one, Matthew 6.33. This may be the greatest habit of all. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things all will be added unto you. So if you have the habit of daily putting God first in your life, week in and week out, month in and month out, year in and year out, guess what the Bible promises? All these things, the deepest needs of your heart will be added unto you you. That is a fantastic, rich habit to establish in your life, seeking God first. So just when I thought about my own life, I reflected on this. Over the decades, I've probably put some key habits, rich habits into place. So these have been probably for the last 30, 40 years. So daily prayer, but you never miss it. Daily time in the Word, regular fasting, you know, giving, tithing, for 40 years, I've never missed a tithe, you know, um, serving God right from the very beginning. It was, it was just a habit. It was a habit that I had in place. I could go on. The list goes on. But there may be the big five. And guess what? The results have been amazing. Now, each time I did one of those things, it didn't make much difference. But extrapolated over the years, wow, rich habits, incredible results come as a part of it. So if you save, let's get practical here. If you save $5 a week, a day, no, make $5 a day, and if you manage to get a bit more than what's available now, but a 5% return, do you know what? In 20 years, you'll have $63,000. You might say, I don't want to wait 23 years. Uh, I don't want to wait um, 20 years. But, you, but I'd say to you, yeah, but how would you like someone to hand you $63,000 in 20 years? You'd say, yeah, I would. I wouldn't mind that. In 30 years, $127,000. In 40 years, $233,000. Did you hear that? $233,000. How? By saving $5 a day. If you can manage to invest it at about <clears throat> 5%. Here's another thought. If you spend a few extra quality minutes daily with your family, the difference in two years will be massive. It's just the way it works. Small habits for great results. See, we tend to think that success requires huge actions. This message is to kind of negate that. Because what, what happens, we never rise to the challenge of the big action required. But what I'm saying is small actions, small habits make a huge difference in your life. Some of you need better driving habits. Hands up those who are guilty as charged. You know, you just speed a bit too much, overtake when you shouldn't. 
cut corners and all the rest of it. So you need to get some better habits. So there's this lady driving erratically. And so the policeman pulls her up, cop pulls her up, and um, she has this bottle in her lap. And he says, what's that? She says, oh, it's a bottle of water. She, he says, give it to me. He grabs it. He smells it. He says, lady, that's not water. That's wine. And the lady says, wow, Jesus has just done it again. <laughs> For those of you who know the story of turning the water into wine. Hey, here's the good news. Some of you already have good habits. Well, all of you have good habits. You just need to sit down and think what they already are. Tuning in online or being in church and house, that's a good habit to have in place in your life. Most of you go to work each day. That's a good habit. You serve God. That's a good habit. You know, you're daily thankful. <laughs> that good, you know, so you have, I want to encourage you, you already have some good habits. We just want to add it, tweak it, add a few more and change your life moving forward. And some of you have this fantastic good habit. You say, hear me say it quite often, that your, your habit is this, that no matter what life throws at you, no matter how hard it gets, no matter the pain, the hurt, the injustice, the unfairness, you still continue to love God, to serve Him, to worship Him, and to keep your heart right. That is a fantastic habit that will position you for the favor and the blessing of God. I salute you. And I'm sure God does as well. Here's a scripture. Galatians 6 verse 7. Whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. In other words, you reap according to the habits that you sow. So all you've got to do is sow some good habits and you're going to reap some great results. Young people, a word to you and to parents, please listen. Good habits formed as a young person make a massive difference in life. Good habits as a young person, it's going to make a huge difference. Can I throw in a scripture here, 1 Corinthians 15, 33? Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. The people you hang with have a massive influence on your life. Make sure they're the right people because they can take good habits away from you and lead you in the wrong direction. How many of you love a bargain? <laughs> I know people that just love op shops, you know, get anything you know, cheap, buy a brand new shirt for $4. I heard someone say that recently. You know, other people just, uh, just go in search of bargains where maybe the $2 shop, that's another place you can find bargains. The warehouse is built on, you know, everyone loves a bargain. What's a bargain? The bargain is the return is more than what you put out, more than the effort you put or more than the money you pay. That's what habits are. Good, rich habits are a bargain because the rewards are hugely greater than the effort required to actually do them. You know, here's a, here's a couple of great habits to uh, just throw right down somewhere. Well, you don't need to write this one down. Is uh, how about get to bed at a reasonable time? Why? So you can get up in the morning and spend a bit of time with God. Come on, young people, old people, whoever you are. You know, don't, don't, don't be wild about when you go to bed. Have some discipline. Okay, an occasional late night, that's fine. We understand that, watching the All Blacks or the Black Caps or something that you really like. But have a habit. Get to bed at a good time, but also a habit of getting up at a good time so you have time to spend with God. You know, reading daily, feeding daily on God's Word is a great rich habit. And some people read Psalm 91 
on a daily basis. Some people read it out loud because it's all about protection. You want to read that. I heard this story that during the, the um, war between Israel and Lebanon, a lot of uh, Israelis were actually killed. There was a young Jewish man, Israeli man, age 21, and he was in charge of a company of soldiers. And every morning before they went out to fight, he had the habit of reading to his soldiers Psalm 91. Do you know that his company was the only one? No injuries and no deaths. How many of you would agree, small, rich habit, just read Psalm 91 daily, and your life and the lives of many people are spared from death? That's a massive return for a pretty small, rich habit. James Clare writes, it doesn't matter how successful or unsuccessful you are right now. Did you get that? It doesn't matter. You might think, oh, my life's just not a sex. I'm just not, doing, I'm just not getting very far. Hey, that doesn't matter. So statement number two, this is what matters. What matters is whether your habits are putting you on the path to success. What matters is whether your habits are putting you on the path to success. So let me just illustrate that in different ways. How you eat each day, how you eat each day determines your health in the future. It's pretty obvious, isn't it? Um, your financial habits today determine your future financial worth. So it's not a matter of how wealthy are you today. It's what habits do you have in place so that you can have it in the future. It doesn't matter what your health is like today so much. Hey, just eat well. Um, your spiritual disciplines determine your future walk with God. Hey, you might say, man, my walk with God's not that strong right now. Hey, put some habits in place and you can have a strong walk with God. So you're better off than someone who's got a reasonable walk with God, but they don't have good habits in place, so they're not going to get better. You may not be as spiritual as them right now. Your faith may not be as strong as them right now. But if you put in some of these good habits like daily prayer, daily in the word, fasting, serving, all that sort of stuff, you're, you're going to escalate in your faith and in your walk with God and have real spiritual strength in your life. Listen to this. I wonder how many of you want to predict your future. Do you want to predict where you're going to end up in life? Do you know how to do that? Just evaluate your daily habits. That's what you will become in the years to come. And so, hey, putting in some small, good, rich habits, you can predict a great future, you know, a, a blessed future for your life in the future, in what God has in store for you, I'm sure. And the one thing I want to just stress at this point, this is so doable. So what I like about this message, this is not complex. This is not hard. You know, small rich habits. That's why I keep saying small changes, incredible results. Here's statement number three. The effects of habits multiply as you repeat them. See, we often stop doing small changes in our habits because they don't seem to make much of a difference. So you go to the gym for a week and then you think, well, where's my biceps? You know, where's my washboard abs? I know you'd like, like mine, but you can't. You've got to do work. You've got to do the process. It's not going to happen a day. You know, you can save a bit of money for a few weeks. You're not going to be rich in a month. You've got to keep repeating the habit. And some people stop because the results don't come quickly enough. Galatians 6 verse 9, Let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Just keep on repeating 
the processes and the time, you will see the good results. So, so far, statement one, adding a small good habit makes a huge difference. Number two, what matters is whether your habits are putting you on the path to success. And number three, the effect of habits multiply as you repeat them. Now, here's a great habit. Hebrews 10 verse 25, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as is the habit of some. <laughs> some have got into the habit of forsaking gathering together online or in-house. And a fantastic rich habit. Can I encourage all of us in is to get yourself and your children to church online or in-house. You may not notice a difference in yourself and your children, you know, over one week, two weeks or three weeks, but over the years, it will make a huge, huge difference. You know, we tend to focus on goals. New Year's resolutions only define that we achieve very few of them. Isn't that true? And you have these goals. We all set these goals. <laughs> but most of us say, oh, man, missed most of them. Maybe got one of them. Here's statement number four. Instead of goals, focus on the habits required to reach the goals. Have you got that? Instead of goals, focus on the habits required to reach the goals. So if you want to get fit, oh, we've already talked about this. What do you got to put some habits into place? You're going to go to the gym regularly. You're going to go out for a walk, going to go for a run. You're going to do exercise, whatever it might be. If you want to buy a house, what, what habit do you have to put in place? Start putting some money aside in a separate account. And in time, it will build up. There's a fictional story that some of you have heard. Uh, it's uh, Mussolini of Italy, Hitler of Germany and Churchill are meeting in, ca in a cafe in Paris. Hitler says to Churchill, you might as well surrender right now because we're beating you. Churchill says, never. Mussolini says, and he repeats the same thing, he says, surrender because we're going to kick you into the heat. Churchill said, we're never going to do this. So what happens is that Hitler puts a pro pro a proposes a wager. And he says, whoever catches a goldfish in this tank uh, out of the pond is the winner and the others have to surrender. They all agree. So Hitler gets his gun, shoots at this goldfish and he misses. He's out. Mussolini gets into the tank, grabs a piece of fish. As he's getting out, the fish slips out of his hand. Churchill gets a teaspoon from his cup of tea. And he goes up to the pond, he gets a bit of water, chucks it out, a bit of water, chucks it out. It's a habit, a bit of water, chucks it out. And the others all say to him, what on earth are you doing? And he says, it's gonna take a long time, but I will win in the end. You see, minimal repeated effort. It's my message for you today. The result is beyond what you can imagine. See, it's not the one big effort that is required, that leads to blessing. See, a habit, here's a couple of thoughts. A habit of a few loving words, loving embraces with your children or your spouse on a daily basis in years will have phenomenal results. Why don't you just write that habit down and change your family? It's not hard to do. Motivation gets you started. Hey, it's not hard. Habit is what keeps you going. So you motivate, well, you're motivated. Gonna get fit. Gonna read my Bible, gonna read through the Bible. You know, gonna A, B, or C. No, no. Motivation. We all can we all can get started. We jump to it, but it's habit that keeps you going. So the key reason people struggle to build good habits is because the results come slowly. Statement number five. Habits need to persist long enough to see breakthrough. Habits need to persist long enough to see breakthrough. 1 Kings 18.44, it came to pass the seventh time that he saw there 
a cloud as small as a man's hand. Elijah's praying for rain. He didn't pray once, didn't pray twice. He prayed seven times, a number of completeness or perfection. He prayed long enough, as long as it needed, as long as it was required. And eventually the rain came. He had the rich habit of prayer that led to a miracle. Some of you heard the story of Mark Batterson, who suffered asthma as a child. He was in hospital for many, many years. And, um, but he never stopped his rich habit of prayer. One day he's preaching on moving mountains and he challenges his congregation. He said, pray your bravest prayer. Pray a prayer you've prayed many, many times. As he's preaching, the Holy Spirit whispers in his ear and he says, Mark, pray for your asthma. He repeats the habit of prayer for his asthma, which he'd been repeating daily for 40 years. Did you get that? Four, zero, 40 years. That instant he was healed. Small habit of daily prayer. Yeah, it took time, but eventually the result, the miracle, the breakthrough came. By repeating habits, you eventually reach critical mass. And that's when you get the breakthrough. And I think one of our biggest challenges is we sometimes don't quite keep going long enough with the habit until we get the critical mass, until we see the breakthrough. So in summary, Adding a small good habit makes a huge difference. Small changes, incredible results. Number two, what matters is whether your habits are putting you on the path to success. Number three, the effects of habits multiplies as you repeat them. Fourth, this is huge. Instead of goals, we all got goals. We want to achieve this, that and the other. But instead of focusing on the goals, focus on the habits required to reach those goals. And the last one, habits need to persist long enough to see the breakthrough that you want. As I wrap this up, how do you start a new habit? Well, number one, set a goal that you want to achieve, whatever that might be. And then work out the habits you need to put in place to get to that goal. Here's a suggestion. If you want to establish a habit, do it with someone else. Not always, but sometimes like people want to get fit. They'll often do it with someone. Hey, let's go running together. If you want to get more into the Bible, why don't you do it for some, with someone else on a regular basis? Hey, let's meet together for 10 minutes or, you know, on the phone or whatever. Let, let's read some scriptures together or pray together for a few minutes. Whatever it is, you know, get some help. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. And then can I say, start today. Don't delay. You just got to get onto it. You just got to get going. You've got to get started because once you establish one new small habit, guess what? You're going to start establishing more because you're going to see the results. Wow, I managed to do that. Success breeds success. Then you're going to establish more and more rich habits. Every habit starts with a tiny, single decision. That's it. I'm encouraging you today. A tiny, single decision. That's where a habit starts. And you can launch into a different life. In our current season we're in with this pandemic, Delta, shutdown, lockdown, vaccine passports and all the rest of it. You know, so it's easy to think if only I can get through this pandemic and life gets back to normal. I think the reality, friends, is that the days ahead of us are going to be challenging. This is challenging now. But darkness is going to increase on the face of the earth. And what I want to encourage you to do right now is to establish some rich 
habits. Get your roots going deep down in God now. You know, have a strong faith, good habits in place that no matter what life throws at you in the future, no matter what the challenges are, you will be equal to the challenge. So let's not just hope to get through. Let's do some work on the inside of our lives and establish some good strength so we can face the future with real confidence. If through this pandemic, you can establish a few new rich habits, the difference over time, I'm telling you, will be enormous. And this is something we can all easily do. This is not in the too hard basket. Small changes and incredible results. God bless you. How are we going to respond to a message like this? Well, I've just got a few thoughts and uh, that you might want to write down or take away with you. The first one is write down some of your current habits. Focus on the good ones. That's going to let you know you've already got some. Easy to think, oh man, this is too hard, I can't do it. No, no, you've already got some really good habits in place. So, so write, write some of them down, write down some of the good ones. You're going to be inspired. You really will be. Man, I've got these 10 good habits already in place. The second thing to do is, what goal would you like to achieve? Is there, is there something that, you know, something I've mentioned, maybe something different that, uh, um, that I haven't mentioned here? Some of you may want to write songs. Some of you may want to write a book or develop a gift that you've already got. So once you work out the goal, what habits do you need to put in place to get there? Maybe just think that through. Here's the next one. What small habit can you start today? Does something come to mind? All the things that I've shared, is there, is there one thing that just sticks out in your mind that is doable, it's not too hard? You know, if you never pray, you might just, right, I'm gonna pray five minutes a day. I'm telling you, the results will be phenomenal in 10 years' time, whatever it might be. But just what's, can you think of one? I'll pray for you shortly. But maybe if you can just think of one, uh, write it down. Very quickly, <laughs> is there one bad habit you want to get rid of? Write it down. And just trust God to help you with that one. Because bad habits give you a bad future. So you do want to get rid of those as well. Can I just finish with, Psalm 23, verse 6, God has a wonderful future in store for you. Surely goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. That's the promise of God. That's the word of God. And good habits, small rich habits, will really help you to enjoy the great future that God has got in store for you. Let me pray for you. Father, I just thank you for each and every person that's joined in this message. Holy Spirit, would you take the words that I've spoken? Would you write them upon fleshly tablets of our human hearts? Lord, where transformation can take place. And I pray for every person, those who have got a bad habit. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that that habit be broken off them now. I, I take authority over those habits and I command them to go. And Lord, right now, I pray you would help every one of us, me included, Lord, to establish at least one more small, rich habit, Lord, and that whatever that might be, that Lord will position us, 
uh, each of us for a, a more blessed future. Help us to understand, Lord Jesus, that small changes bring about incredible results. So Holy Spirit, help us establish good, small, even large, rich habits. Lord, to position us well for the days that are ahead. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.